Hello and welcome. My name is Assad. My name is Jamie. We're two surgical trainees in the north of England, and this is the podcast that aims to dissect, to probe, to anatomize, and analyze what it is to be a surgical trainee. Welcome to It's Always Sunny in Surgery. Okay, so we've you've you've called this ti- the title of this episode three O monocryl, and it took me a little while to figure out what you meant by that. Um, and then I suddenly realised it's because it's the closure. Yeah, exactly. Closing up. <laughs> but as I said, you know, you you said, oh, we could have called it something else, you know, skin clips. But as I said uh, before, you usually use skin clips when the, the whole thing's been a bit of a mess, and you're worried about. <laughs> so. The, the three O monocry implies that we've 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 done a uh, a nice clean elective job of of the of the podcast so far. Um, what are we now? Twenty two episodes in. We are forty four weeks. Oh, it's like most of the year actually. Bit of a marathon to be honest. I don't know if we ever really thought we'd get this far, but you know, we have got this far, which is it's pretty it's emotional. It's pretty good emotional. I I was actually quite surprised when I when I realised that it, it it feels um it feels it's gone quite quickly. Uh, we've covered quite a lot actually, and a lot of stuff that we've covered has actually come up um on social media and things, and it's, it's still been it's been talked about a lot. But I guess there's there's still there's still ground to cover. I mean, what has been your sort of favourite moments? I don't know, small scale ideas. And actually, I saw it as a bit of a nuisance. You know, when Sadie gave us the, the task and she said, I want you to do this podcast, I was like, oh, my Lord, I, my cup runneth over. I don't really have enough room in my life for this. And she kept was like, you know, poking, going, go on, where is it? Where is it? And then I think because we've been allowed to run with it and just take it as far as we can, that's probably been the best thing. It's just sort of grown and taken on legs off it, uh, of its own. I think that for me is probably one of the best because I never thought that we'd get to the sort of, not that we're any sort of heights, like, you know, we're not getting invited to any war, award ceremonies or whatever. And, I, you know, we don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Um, but, we, you know, we, we've we got to a certain level that I, I never thought. And to be honest, I don't think Sadie actually thought and that um, that we'd ever get to a stage where we have done. Yeah, well, to be honest, when when it was first mentioned, I assumed it would be a sort of small project that would just stick to the northwest. I remember that first episode you did um, on Mister Quadra and everything. I thought the whole series was going to end up like that, but at some point it just took a different turning, and we ended up um, becoming this sort of thing that you know where we. We went off on our own direction, um, and it's, it's actually been really nice. And I think, um, it was, I don't know about you, but I've, we sort of surprised ourselves in how we've managed to do it. Um, it just sort of turned out all right. 
I wasn't sure at the beginning, to be honest. I, I, I was worried um, either it was going to be uh, kind of a flop, no one was going to listen, it was going to be really boring, or it was going to be dangerous and career-ending, and one of us was going to say something that got us in a lot of trouble. But we've managed to avoid both those things, I think. We're still on the air. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. Um, luckily, we can edit bits out. I think we've, we've done a very clean job of, of wiping out some of the <laughs> messy bits. My favourite bits have been, I guess, the bits where uh, we're kind of, when we brought guests on, and it's always nice when they surprise you and say something that you weren't expecting. Um, that, you know, I think the, the memorable moments were, um, Simon Fleming, when he was talking about bullying, I wasn't expecting that with the story that he told. Um, and, um, and Mr. Welsh as well. Uh, I think that episode was, you know, some of the things that he was saying was just stuff that, um, I hadn't really thought about before. Yeah, for sure. And the thing with with him as well is that there's always been a bit of um, I've always had reverence for him. I like I didn't want him to come on to to tell him what to say, but I was really really happy when he sort of said all the things that I think people are saying because you know you get people of his you know he's in his sixties. And you imagine that people at his point in time will be like, what's wrong with you? You're all soft. Back in my day, da, 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 da. and for him to be like, well, no, the conditions were, were worse and it was more fun. I was like, you, you really do get, you really do get it. And I'm, and I'm pleased that I didn't just invite some raging boomer <laughs> to take part. <laughs> and like, he just says all these things that just shatters my image of him. And instead, you know, my, my, my reverence and my respect for him has grown because he knows that we're not whinging. So that that was that was for me that was great. Other things that I love. I actually I was listening back to a few episodes seeing which ones I quite liked. Um I really like that that one we released, um Don't Don't Know Back in Anger. Um I thought it was quite it's one of my most listened episodes actually. So that I thought was quite good. It's the one where we were talking about difficult placements and awkward supervisors and trainers. Oh, yeah. That was just you and me, wasn't it? It was just you and me, yeah. yeah. No, I remember that. And I think that was one of the, yeah, it, I think it was at the time when I was kind of having a slightly troublesome placement. So it did, it, it, it was kind of cathartic to get all that out. Um, yeah, and I think that's something that every surgical trainee will go through if they haven't already gone through it at some point. You may feel like you're the only person who's been through it before, but actually if you start asking people, you'll find that a lot more trainees have been through stuff like that and, I remember one of the earlier ones we did where you talked about, um, what was it? The, how to sort of get through core training. And it was kind of you giving me advice, uh, about how to like make the most out of theatre and everything. Um, I think that's probably one of the most useful conversations I've had, um, throughout my training of just like just going through like the basic advice about how to navigate surgical training right at the beginning. Um, it was amazing that we recorded it because I think that advice is sort of gold dust for a lot of people. Um, so that I think that was also one of my most memorable um, 
memorable episodes. I also did like the one where we had, we started off talking about the uh, applications for core surgical training. And it just sort of tailed off into this just general conversation about surgery. It was actually quite entertaining. Like my favourite thing of the whole series was your story about getting stopped by the police in South Africa. Yeah. Just spamming yeah. British in your leadership interview. It's so <laughs> funny. Like, every time I listen to it, it still makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. And what was nice about that um, was we had um, Keso on, who was actually just someone who had listened to the podcast and got in contact with us. Um, that, that was nice because we, we, I think one of the things about um, the podcast, which I think we should probably move on to try and do is get some more feedback from people because people listen to it. We don't hear what they actually think um, unless they specifically go out of their way, like Kesa did, to let us know that they really liked it. Yeah. I mean, we put our contact links at the bottom of every yeah. single episode. So just, just get in touch. And we, we had a few, we had a few nice comments on Reddit. And like the, the big thing for us is that we're not doing it because the, this is going to be some sort of mega side hustle. Far from it. We're doing it because, as a group of people, as a tribe, or a or a, whatever you want to call us, we would like to try and include more people into it. So you know, if you're listening to this, thinking, "Well, I've got some opinions, I've got whatever," you know, or a funny story, whatever it is you want. I, I need some agony ant style services. Maybe we can troubleshoot your situation. Then, um, yeah, get in touch. Yeah, and I think it's people do. It's only we know that people who've come on and been interviewed do enjoy it and they often ask to come back um yeah. so that that is a positive so they enjoy it i assume people listening enjoy it what what do you think have been the the the, the lowest points about it yeah it's a good question i mean there have been times when you know we do we, we often record these in the evenings um just because we're all working people and we're working during the day i mean it's what it's 10 past 10 now <laughs> um uh, and we you know sometimes that can be it can be quite hard to sort of like get out of work and be like oh now i've got to do this whole whole episode um but i always find like as soon as we start it's actually it's it's, it's quite nice um i wouldn't say there's been any hot, like horrendous low points where i've been like no i don't want to do this anymore i don't know what do you think i think the only low point is you know naively i didn't know how much time it would take to do this because yeah. we got given this task do it and then yeah. I th- well like any surgeon you know you think well if i'm going to stick my time into doing this i want to i want it to be good and in order to do that it's just a huge time sinkhole because we have to write the episodes or think about what we're going to talk about then we record them and we've got an edit and then mm-hmm. we've got a reformat and then to know that if we've got guests on that they're happy with the content so we have to edit it before we release it send it to them they listen to it they check it tells that we're happy before we distribute it uploading it to the server is not that bad if we want to put then like spiel and then links and then studies and stuff we then got to find them and then and then like you know trying to get it out there on social media and stuff it, it, it's tough especially to you, you've really led the way with finding the guests, especially because you've got a lot more, um, you've been around a bit longer, you've got a lot more contacts and you've, you've certainly, um, you, you've uh, found the right people, I think, um, really gone out your way to find the right, the right guests. 
Um, yeah. Oh, thanks, Ben. <laughs> very much partnership, and I think, like, you know, I can get very excited, very loud, very like, rah, 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 and I think you, your voice is much nicer to listen to than mine. It's like we're nice sort of balancing act. Is it Penn Teller? The yeah, Teller's like, I, I can't remember which one's which, but one, one of them's like this really loud, tall guy who like really showmanship, and the other guy just doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I, I'd be quite happy with a Penn and Teller comparison because they are like very good. That's what we're like, the Penn Teller of <laughs> training, <laughs> the magician. <laughs> That's like an, uh, an Alan Partridgeism, if ever I've heard one. <laughs> like the Ferrari, the home gas fireplace world. <laughs> so I detect a hint of links. But yeah, okay, so what what would you say then are the biggest wins, the biggest goal, uh, sort of victories of, of the podcast? I would probably say, right, there's two that stand out in my mind, right? First of all, we released an episode, right? Or whichever episode it was. And in one retweet, it got sent to the head of the JCST from Told Still Listens because we have other people in JCST that listen. So like the big, big, big boss people at the top of the whole of surgical tra- training, we have their ear. And we're still in training, you and I. So... Yeah. We're managing to toe the line, like we haven't upset the establishment, which I think is pretty cool, actually. And I'm not saying that we can stand here on a podium and we can be the mouthpiece for every surgical training in the country, but we do have some people in high places that listen, and that is a pretty useful thing to have. Yeah. Say that. And the RCS are listening as well. Uh, I know this because um, I was talking to them the other weekend in person for the first time. Um, and uh, they, they've they been really interested in what we're doing. We're not being told what to say here or what to talk about. We, this is entirely just us. I have to say, like, the RCS have been really, really great. With those, I think it's really cool. They've been really supportive. We've been quite... The big the big boss person... Um, in charge of RCS, but he'd moved jobs. Tom, if you're listening, um, he described us as irreverent. And I was like, I was really happy because I was like, irreverence, like my most, most watched category on Netflix. That's great. That's everything I inspire to me. And I, I never thought that if we're going to push the envelope out here, that, that we'd have an establishment as old and as hallowed and as the Royal College of Surgeons of England. Well, I think what they showed is actually they are very, um, forward thinking, they are very open to new views and they are very concerned about what trainees are actually thinking, what we're worried yeah. about. Um, yeah. and that's why they supported our podcast because it's, it's, it, that's what we're talking about. You know, for them to give us a bit of money for equipment and uh, promote us and find us speakers now and again without actually telling us what to say, I think it's great. We've basically got everything we want from them and have had to concede on nothing which is not something I ever thought the RCS would do. So, like, that's that's great. And, you know, as I far as... That was the thing we were worried about when we first approached the RCS. It was like, oh, they're going to tell us, like, not to say this, and we have to speak about that and all this stuff, and they weren't at all. And what's really cool is, like, if we say something they don't agree with, they just... Don't share it. But yeah, they won't share it. Not to say it. They'll be like, we'll say it, it's fine, which is, I think, really cool. So... 
RCS England, thank you for being the uh, unsung heroes of this uh, season. I, you've given us all that we want and more, and we didn't have to give anything in return, and I uh, never thought that would happen. So thank you. You kind of owe them something. We have to not upset the apple cart because both of us at some point have got exit exams, and I'm probably, like, I'm a member of RCS England, and I think you are, JB. So, like, if we poke the badger too much, then that's it. That's our training in the bin. If they go, well, these guys, they're persona on grata. We don't want them to sitting our uh, FRCS or being fellows of the college. Then, you know, we can't see CT. So, um, um, and to be honest, you know, I was just thinking, with the only people that we actually worry about upsetting at the moment is Apple. Um, yeah. <laughs> we can't, we can't swear because they'll remove our podcast. That's what we have to have. We always have to, um, whenever we get a guest on, the first thing we say is, okay, house rules, no swearing. Because yeah, no F-bombs. <laughs> no F-bombs for Apple. Yeah. Um, that's been all right, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we've... I, I read about this, and I think it's, it's the F-bombs and C-bombs are the ones you can't say, and then people are like, just don't, don't make it super profane. Don't fill it full of... I mean, obviously... Right. <laughs> Sometimes um, I listen to St. Mark's podcast. I don't know if you know this, the colorectal. Um, really? They have their own? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite good, actually. But they have to... So, obviously, they talk about, like... There's an episode where they're talking about ileoranal pouch and things. And they have to star out the anal bit. Really? Yeah, yeah. They can't They can't have the title as ileoranal pouch because it's got anal. With stuff like that. I mean, I wouldn't say that that was that explicit. I feel like... If I heard anal in any context, I would have thought it meant like quite uptight and obsessive over things. I wouldn't think it was. Oh, uh, Apple think differently. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just interesting. Like, um, oh, okay. But we have actually like become quite. Um, we've made our way up the ranks slowly. I think. No, we're doing right actually. We, we can see all these stats on our um, ACAST thing. Uh, it's like a, the analysis of all the figures of all the people um, who are listening, and um, we're in the top twenty-five percent. So that yeah, so top twenty-five percent of podcasts globally. That's based on downloads from another website called Buzzsprout, but it's fine. What it means is we average more downloads per episode in the first seven days or thirty days, whichever metric you take, than. 70 odd percent 75 percent plus whatever of other podcasts which is not something i ever aspired to be i thought it was pretty cool that we've kind of broken that threshold fairly quickly but it's a nice feeling actually where you know it's just a small time project and we're in the top 25 percent and then um you know we have been in charts we we've charted in spain we've charted in like Malaysia, we spiked in France at one point, which is a bit like this. This is bizarre. Um, that was pretty cool, actually. And um, I don't, I'm not checked that recently because you've got to then log into another service to read that, and I can't really be bothered. But it was, it was interesting to know that we made it into like medical podcasts in like Spain and France and Malaysia, and then. Well, I think that wasn't something that we were expecting at all. We started out as i said very much kind of just based in the northwest and then we realized that actually people all over the uk were listening um and then suddenly as you say became this sort of international thing
Let's, let's talk about the title, actually. I think the title has worked out perfectly. As you say, we are kind of irreverent. Yeah. Try to be anyway. Well, that is what the show is. It's an irreverent comedy. It's like the, the um, perfect example of that kind of thing. Um, and I think it it kind of uh, summarizes what we what we are talking about because it's it, you know it, it's 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 all sarcastic phrase. It's like it's always sunny in surgery when we know it's not. But that's the point. It's like we know yeah. everyone knows it's not always sunny in surgery. Exactly. Um, what we're sort of talking about is uh, the not so sunny places. I yeah, just we laugh about it. We laugh about all these things that you know are sometimes quite upsetting. But I think we kind of take a light-hearted view on a lot of them. Not always. Some of the episodes, you know, um, I don't know if we've released all of um, the ones, but some of the episodes have been quite, you know, talked about some quite harrowing experiences that people have had. Yeah, it's not true. always been hilarious. We try and keep it lighthearted. <laughs> the clickbaity name, it wasn't, well, I didn't choose it to get deliberate clicks or whatever. I just thought it fit really well with, like we're saying, the kind of the style of the show and the style of what we're trying to do here. I had a quick look now, just looking at it. It's on my desktop. Um, we, we have listeners. Not everyone is regular, but we have been listened to. In 62 different countries. 62 different countries. We have got one download in Zimbabwe, a couple in Kazakhstan. It's nice. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I'm not trying to reduce our to Borat stereotype. It's not. Um, my wife travelled around Kazakhstan. She said it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. and it is looks amazing. Good people in Greece, few in the you know Korea, interesting. I think we get Korea on there, and then if we, we'll just scroll up. We've got obviously the UK is probably the most popular, which is fine. Um, United States, that must be from the title. And what's really interesting, actually, we've got some listeners dotted around the country, and it's sheer coincidence, but in like towns that have significance or poignance to me. So the first one that popped up on when we look at overseas listeners is a town called Ashburn in Virginia. And I just Googled it. I like went on Google Maps and typed in Ashburn. And it's like it's like two towns over from where my dad lives in Manassas. And I like I drove through the town of I think it was Route Seven. Let me just find out where we basically we if if you're listening in Ashburn, thanks for listening. Um I flew in to Dulles to visit my dad and then we hired a car drove from Dulles to Manassas and we drove past your town so and I asked it's definitely not my dad but um, I was going to say it's not your dad in the car driving through the town <laughs> no because I drove to him and then like for example there's someone a couple of people that listen in Davis, California I very 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 nearly went to med school in, in, in Davis, California I've got family that live in the Bay Area and we were thinking about making the jump to the States UC Davis has got an exceptional med school and uh, I was like seriously considering going but at that point we didn't move across and even random places a few places in Massachusetts I've got family dotted around Massachusetts so not the town of Wellesley but near to Wellesley and then Framingham and these towns are near that Detroit New York Sea Caucus 
my auntie lives in North New Jersey. We drove through there to get from New York to, she lives in Bridgewater, Bridgewater, New Jersey. So like a couple of people in India started around where we got Delhi, Bengaluru, Kolkata, Mumbai. It's pretty cool that they listen. Hyderabad, Delhi, all around India. Australia, Australia, <laughs> Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide. Thanks for listening. Belgium, interestingly, Belgium, Belgium's up there. Oh, Brussels yeah. is the only place in Britain, but quite a few people listening in Belgium, Spain, Ireland, Germany, France, Italy, Portugal, Egypt. Didn't expect Egypt. There we go. I have got Egyptian friends. Do they all live here? Brazil, interesting. Died around Brazil, Mexico, Guadalajara, Tijuana. Interesting. Quite a few people in Singapore, Vietnam. Anyway. You know, might have like some super fans, avid listeners in some corner of the world. I doubt it, but. Wouldn't it be funny if you had, you know, someone who's literally over the other side of the world who listens to every episode? I'm not sure. But I, I, I'm not sure how many, um, I, I think a lot of people sort of dip in and out. And one of the things about our, um, podcast, although obviously it, we've got a quite a niche, uh, target audience. I mean, it's mainly UK surgical trainees of which there's not many. Um, I think people do sort of people who, aren't necessarily UK-based surgical trainees. You know, it does appeal to people lots of different um, uh, walks of life, I guess, especially some of the topics we talk about. I mean, some of the things like the MRCS, it's obviously very... Although that was one of our most popular episodes, saying that. Yeah, they do the MRCS in Egypt. They can You can do it in like yeah. Europe, you can do it in India. So there are actually places where it's still relevant outside. Because yeah. uh, um, it's still like a benchmark for surgical training. That's held in high regard elsewhere. When, when we're talking about things like bullying, burnout, I mean that doesn't. That's not just about surgery. Um, and so okay. I think uh, I'm not. We 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 only know where these people are listening from. We don't know actually who they are. Um, and I kind of hope that we're appealing to other specialties as well, medics, uh, GPs, all that sort of stuff. Do you know if you if if you are listening around the world and you do like what we do, please like drop us a line. It's really it's really humbling for me for for us that that someone would take time out of whatever busy lives you've got somewhere in exotic corners of the globe and listen to the kind of meaningless chatter that we put out. It's it's it is really flattering actually. It's really nice to know that someone out there likes what we do. Yeah. That is it that's beyond our intended audience actually. Um yeah. so yeah, please neither one of us got into this for like, you know, for, for ratings, likes, subscribes. I mean, don't let us stop you if you want to do that, that's cool. But it, you know, for me, I feel better having read someone's message, being like, Great guy, great job, guys. Like what a, a, someone that, that messaged us way back when who we are gonna Featuring an episode upcoming, he said, "Oh, I really like what you guys do." He sent me uh, a message yesterday, 
saying, oh, I really like your last episode. I thought it was my favourite so far. I was like, oh, oh, thanks. I really like, we really tried to put a bit of effort in. We really tried to do whatever. So, you know, it, it's always great to read that more than the, the likes and the ratings and the subscribing and the whatever that people try and get you to do. Um, yeah, just drop us a line. That, that'd be cool. Yeah. And also, you know, if you have any suggestions um, oh, cool. of stuff that you want to hear us talk about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I think we've already had some suggestions. I think we've had quite a, we, we came up with a plan for what we were going to talk about right up until Christmas. And that, that's, that's kind of like taking us to, to today. Yeah. Um, uh, and so some people sort of like suggest their stuff on it, like, yeah, we'll do that. But in the second season, because we've already got a plan for this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've already got some suggestions. Um, uh, but you know, we haven't really planned the second season. We've got uh, a sort of brief idea of how we're going to start it, but we're very much open to suggestions about where we take it from here. Um, I think one of the nice things about, about podcasts as a medium is that we can take the voices of, of individuals and, and put it out there. So, you know, we're not doing this because we want some sort of status. There are no fringe benefits for doing this. Um, so if you have got ideas, then, you know, we'll talk about it. Just drop us a line and we'll, we'll, we'll do it. So in terms of our plan for the next season, we're going to take a little break over Christmas. Um, and then we're planning to kick off with our specialty series. We're essentially going to look through all the different surgical specialties and put them head to head with each other. Now, that probably doesn't make sense to anyone who's listening, but you'll understand when you listen to the second series. You know, when I was thinking about this, I think, maybe we've gone a bit backwards in the sense that starting off with different surgical specialties might have been a more logical jumping off point. But I'm actually, I'm really happy with the way the sort of seasons kind of gone. We've gone through like this. I wouldn't say there's a unifying theme, but there are clear themes that are going on. And with that, it's just, it helps me to organize my thought. And that's like, I think the key with this is just planning. It takes time and effort. So, yeah, it does sound a bit different, but it will make sense when we get there. It's actually, the stuff we've recorded already is probably some of our funniest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good. Because we're not talking, the topics which we've talked about are obviously very important. Some of them are um, actually quite depressing topics, like burnout, for example, bullying. Um, Whereas this is much more lighthearted. We're, we're, we're going, we're starting off the second series on a brighter note, I think. Um, yeah, especially what, yeah, everything that's going on. I think people need a bit of an uplift. Um, and then, yeah, after that, we don't really have any plans at the moment. We've got some ideas. Um, but, uh, we're going to kind of wing it from there. Um, I'm sure we'll come up with something. Yeah. I think, yeah, we're, but we're, we're very much an open field at the moment. Um, and, would depend really on what guests we bring on and what they want to talk about. Um, because sometimes we have our own ideas and we bring the guests on and they say, no, I don't want to talk about this, talk about this. And then we, we slightly change. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall I've really enjoyed making this. Um, and 
I'm kind of excited for what we're going to go to next. Um, don't know about you. Yeah, no, I am actually. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> this is when you turn around and be like, actually, no, it's been bloody awful. <laughs> I'm off. See you later. No. I know, I really enjoyed it. And it's been really good, actually. And I think what I've enjoyed is like we've, I think we've committed to it properly. You know, like I've poured more than just my time, but like my heart and soul into this, um, into into a way that kind of maybe it goes beyond just like art and stuff. But anyway, um, I think one of the nicer things listening back is that even if no one was listening, I am happy with some of the episodes. Like I listen to them and I'm like, that entertains me. And I think that's the the greatest skill in life, doing jokes. Did you watch the Fast Show in the nineties? Oh, uh, I've seen bits of it. I know the one you mean. You know, it comes across as a bit bizarre and a bit weird and a bit disjointed. So, briefly, the comedians that wrote it is a guy called Paul Whitehouse, who Johnny Depp has claimed is the greatest character actor he's ever met. Uh, and he is a very funny comedian and also a very good character actor. But when when you hear when I hear him talking about it, he basically said that the fast show was just him and a bunch of his comedian friends making comedy that made them laugh. This makes us laugh. We're happy with that. But also it was hugely popular and it was quite funny. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. I've enjoyed doing it and I I think we're both probably fairly happy with the output and it's it's great that other people listen to it as well. And I think I think agree with you. It's like I I mean, I have listened to episodes. I just hate the sound of my own voice, so I, I find it quite difficult. Um, but I do, I do enjoy it. Um, Your voice is so soothing, though. I'm like, all right, mate. How's it going? Surgery's rubbish. Blah 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 blah. That's well tried, and and like I sound dead common and dead whatever. And you're very like calming, soothing. Audio book. Yeah, exactly. You can read. Maybe you should read a bedtime story for me, and I'll just fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's maybe that's why people are listening. It's a nice bedtime. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jamie, just let Jamie talk. Just let Jamie talk because your voice is really horrible and really jarring. Shut up, you. Probably what people are thinking. Mm. I think yeah, we're just we're gonna have a bit of a kiss, Christmas break because it's ARCP season. There are people here that are not based in the UK. Um, ARCP is our annual review. It's basically going for the firing squad. Um, it's also the holidays, but we're, I think we're just going to take a bit of a, a well-earned break for now. Yeah. We'll be back very soon. Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas. Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. Have you ever seen the old school Simpsons? Yeah. It's this clip I, I just send to everyone, and it's Krusty saying a bit, and he goes, he says to everyone, he's like, um, have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, uh, a Crazy Kwanzaa, a Tip Top Ted, and a Solomon Dignified Ramadan. And I feel like that's kind of got a lot of people covered. So um, I'll try and get the audio and stick it in there. I don't think Simpsons is going to listen to this. So have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Crazy Kwanzaa, a Tip Top Ted, and a Solemn Dignified Ramadan.